Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house, and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. the Think Loud Crew podcast. Today we are going to talk about hair. I'm not doing that whole intro so you I'm guys I'm just cracking up that you have it. She has a sweatshirt behind her. Why? I don't know. Why is it not on It's her? a little warm. It's every hot. week we tell Cloud to do the, the intro no, and I think it's going to go Jasmine. so well. I think it's going to go so well and then it doesn't. We have written, well, I've written different uh, different <laughs> <laughs> intros and will like one, and then they make fun of me for saying it. So that was the best you that came was up with. Today I'm not she doing it. Welcome to Think Loud. We're getting into hair. Today. We're talking about hair. We're talking about hair. We keep talking about extended beauty bar. Oh, and I know. today we have Jasmine Yay. to join us. And now you guys get to learn all the cool stuff that Cheyenne does when I she's at the anything. hair salon. <laughs> I sit there. She just like, comes and sits in the chair. She just comes and sits in the chair. <laughs> I love it. Last uh, week welcome. we had uh, Corey on. Corey talked about how you 
pushed her to become an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's actually crazy because that conversation happened in my chair while she was getting her I hair love done. That. That's a magical yeah. chair, y'all. Which Our, is cool. Yeah. Um, oh. I feel like a lot of my conversations with clients are always like business and stuff. And actually, that's a big part of why I'm at where I am today. Like, I literally have learned from a lot of my clients. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like that back and forth one on one time, but it's actually like, Motivational and inspirational That's with my cool. clients. Mm. Yeah. I, told, I told Corey that you should be a paid therapist because I know there's plenty of times I come and sit in the chair and I'm like, okay, so I'm about to tell you a long ass story. Yeah. And, mm. and then you leave feeling like it's literally a like, job. It's, it's a it's second like a job. Yeah. It's a second job. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's part of it's a part of the job. And sometimes I have to kind of just listen because I get a lot of stories. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. those stories intertwine. So it's like um, <laughs> hold up. Uh-oh. Not the intertwine. Intertwine, yeah. Um, you must hear a lot. But it's also nice to know that you receive from it as mm-hmm. well. It's mm-hmm. not just like I got all the tea. Yeah, (laughs) no, yeah. The tea comes to me, and I just kind of like, oop, and then I kind of detour, you know, Mm, so. Okay, so let's back up, Jazz. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? So I'm from Pasadena. (laughs) We are, too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's us. (laughs) And then where did you go to school? Um, so I graduated, well, like high school? Yeah, you can go high school school background. Oh, okay. So I went to Marshall in Pasadena. I don't get. I'm not really proud of that part. But (laughs) she said, "Oh, every time people ask me where I went to high school, I'm like, I went to Marshall." Yeah, it's just like for me growing up, like it was like it was either past the PHS Muir or Marshall. But the people who I went to Marshall, I feel like they took school a little bit more serious. I thought Marshall people were gifted. Yeah, they were. She said that's all we did. Sports. I thought that Marshall oh, was really? like a gifted no student. Yeah, that's oh. the thing. So that's why for I me, I didn't know that people outside of Pasadena, Pasadena who know Pasadena, know of PHS and Mirror. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's like, what's Marshall? Mm. So was Marshall, I I'm I really thought Marshall was for gifted people. Yeah, I was like, oh my, so my Marshall had like <laughs> Marshall. They, we had the what the AP classes accelerated program. Yeah, yeah. So Marshall offered that. So oh, right. a lot of the students there were, I guess, smart, pretty smart. Right. If you were a smart girl, I guess. But I, I also feel like Muir and PHS had those programs. Had the gifted, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that Marshall, that's all we had. So that's what we were known as. <laughs> okay. as a there was program. no distractions. We had no choice. Okay. That's so good. after high school, what did you do? So after high school, I went to San Diego State. And then I transferred to USC. What was your study? Yeah. Oh, so (laughs) going into school, um, I thought I wanted to be an architect, but San Diego State didn't offer that. So then I did interior design, but then that didn't transfer to USC. So I changed to communication. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) And attempted to minor in business, Mm -hmm. but I still took business classes. So I graduated with a communications degree. Did you have to minor in something? No, I just wanted to. Oh, okay. You wanted that mm-hmm. extra. They actually um like give you the space to do that. Which At I USC? thought was kind of, uh-huh. Oh, they okay. give us the space to kind of like get a little to taste of other of everything. Yeah. Of oh, yeah, other cool. um 
department. Yeah, yeah. Departments. Or, yeah. At, at Hampton, we had to minor in something to mm-hmm. graduate. Okay. So nice. I'm a communi- communications major, but I minored in art. Oh, nice. We love that. <laughs> I took ceramics classes. <laughs> I can make a hell of a pot, okay? Go try. Not girl. a hell of a pot. I've been <laughs> wanting to um, actually go to one of those classes, but you're I done. Know. I, I want someone so to do one with, but everyone oh, has you can't long have nails. nails the, no, not maybe we have to plan it the... when no one has nails. Plan it around I'm like, like I don't think that's gonna like, happen. These are our secret weapon at work. I honestly I can't cut these down. That is one of my biggest questions because I've seen videos of you doing hair, uh-huh. and I get distracted not by I like <laughs> watching your hands work, and I'm like, how does she do this? Where is she moving her fingers? Because her nails are so long, so long, and you are just going. Mm-hmm. So okay, I was doing hair in high school. But I started getting nails in, like, 7th or 8th grade, and I literally would go every two weeks after school. And so when I started doing hair, I would have to cut my nails down. Mm. So I remember, like, doing my cheer sisters and stuff, and I would charge them, like, $40 for weaves. And it cost $25 to get my nails done. So I would cut them down just to go get them redone. I love it. So what I did was... I cut them all the way down, and then I just kept getting fills. And when it was time to get a new set, you would I would start mm. at the length I just took off. Oh, so I literally so practice. Kind of you practice with like the growth. The of growth it. of yeah. So I was like, getting better with work. hair as I was growing my nails. Like, this out. is gonna work She's out. She's like, I'm not cutting the nails. I'm not. They no, are well, they're gonna grow with, with me point. and learn how to braid and now, do other things. These are my combs, which is crazy. But a lot of the and times party. that a lot of people parting, it's easy tools to do like part out certain stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like with my nails, like I'm blow drying like this. Yeah, you did and that. Like, you did that earlier. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I remember. And people don't realize, but actually, like a lot of people say, like you're actually really efficient with your time in the salon. Yes. Like, yeah, because I not usually get people up a, out, a, but a comb and yeah, other things. And I usually multitask, and these are one of my tools. And okay. they feel really that. good <laughs> with the, the wash. That's another compliment okay, I always get. <laughs> so let's yeah. go back. So you you studied at. You finished off at USC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what did you do after that? You had your communications major, your degree. Yeah. Like, so you were doing hair at the time. Step. That was my side hustle. That's how okay. I kept so money in my side pocket. Hustle. It's always so been my side hustle. Hair. Well, I didn't think I was going to be behind the chair. I remember when I was applying to colleges and I wasn't. Like, I, I was kind of nervous about where I was going to get in. Mm-hmm. I told my grandma, "I'm just going to go to cosmetology school." Mm-hmm. She was like, "What?" You mean, you mean we're, like, doing all this extracurricular for you and you're just going to go to hair school? So my family, I mean, my, although my family was really supportive, being just a mm-hmm. hairstylist was not in the plan for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. they were like, Jazz is not going to just be a hairstylist. hairstylist. Like, I was supposed to go and get a degree and be in corporate or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, they don't say nothing now. But... <laughs> But it's like, yeah, like they, I just had no thoughts of hair, but, um, graduate. Sorry. Do you think that they were like that because of what, like a stigma behind hair and like not making money, like a lot of money or just working on your feet all day? Like what was the issue? I think, I think that a lot of people don't really 
understand that you can really get like make the most out of anything Mm -hmm. so it's not really what you focus on it's about focusing and taking that further Mm -hmm. so for example like my grandparents didn't have degrees so like when they brought their children up they were like you go to school get your degree that's how you'll be successful and that's just kind of what my dad thought too and then my mom she didn't have the opportunity to go get a degree so for her it's like yes my daughter's gonna go and graduate mm-hmm. you know so it was just like that was the idea of how to become successful just yeah. going and to school and getting a degree going and being a hairstylist was like the yeah. easy outlet mm-hmm. but then it was just like okay you're just gonna stand behind a chair mm-hmm. but I don't think they recognized that there was more to it that could happen yeah, yeah. so in college, I mean, that's what I just, I was like, okay, well, let me find out what I want to do. Right. And I mean, I was interested in so much. Like, in high school, I was pep commissioner doing the assemblies and stuff, right? So when I decided, I mean, when I noticed that they didn't have um, interior design at USC, I that's what made me choose communication. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I can look into broadcasting or entertainment, yeah. entertainment yeah. or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But I was just trying to find, I was just trying to figure it out. But this whole time, I was always doing hair. Mm. So at what point did you go to cosmetology school? So I was working, I was interning at Mm. a radio station at Power 106. And I was trying to apply for a job there because I'm like, I'm determined to get a job there. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what. I felt like I'm going to use this. So and I was already interning. And so the thing that I didn't realize was I kind of sucked at that. But <laughs> but here's the thing. I sucked at all of that. But I was how can you say I was I was good at getting the work done. So that back okay. end stuff like actually like pushing that stuff out mm-hmm. like I think I had one of the most viewed blogs written mm-hmm. in history yeah. or something like I was actually good behind the scenes but actually like speaking into the cameras that just wasn't that for me. Yeah. So I had the work ethic. So anyways, I didn't get a job there. So I'm like, dang, I got a degree at USC, but I have no job. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need to do something. So I kind of felt like I was getting burnt out trying mm-hmm. to figure this out. And so I was like, you know what? Instead instead of staying stagnant or like not doing anything, I'm just going to go get my license for cosmetology. And then I'll circle back and I'll, come, I'll go back and get my master's. Mm-hmm. So... When you were in your phase of trying to get a job, this was after you got your degree, right? This was, like, that last semester. I knew I was graduating. Yeah. But... That's when you had your internship. That's when I... Yeah. I interned there for two years. Yeah. At Power Do you think that Mm -hmm. when you graduated and you had your degree, was there a lot of pressure on you now you're supposed to get this job? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was embarrassed. I had a lot of friends that were, like, getting hired at different, like, PR firms or, like, yeah, you know, yeah. just everyone around me felt like they were getting hired. And I was, like, I had poured so much into radio and stuff, so mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like this is what I'm going to apply to. This is for sure. And also even the people I was working with, interning with, were just like, yeah, you're going to get a job here, you know? But it's not mm-hmm. up to just the people mm-hmm. around you, like, it's the head, yeah. 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 So I was, like, pretty sure that I was going to do that. And mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. a lot of pressure because the people around me were already, like, locking in jobs and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So. I, so you were just feeling I remember that. coming home from college after getting my degree and being 
what I say now is naive to the job world because I was like, oh, I got a degree. I'm going to apply and I'm going to get a job. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's just that simple. That's how I've, I always thought it was going to be that right. simple. Mm-hmm. I remember like, I applied I to so many PR companies. I couldn't get hired anywhere. They were like, you don't have any experience. What have you been doing the last four years? I'm like, I was at school. <laughs> exactly. I was at school. I got the degree for this job. And <laughs> yeah. now you're telling me ready. that because I haven't Hire worked me. here for four years, I can't get the job. It made no sense to me. And I was... I was so depressed after school. And like you said, so a lot of other people were getting certain jobs. Yeah. And I'm like, why is it not happening for me? Mm-hmm. So, And the sad part about it is there is no explanation. It's just kind of like some people know people or some right. people chose mm-hmm. to intern at the right place that hired them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just certain things. Or like me, I guess I just yeah, really yeah. wasn't that good, you know? <laughs> you weren't supposed <laughs> to be there. <laughs> this is one thing That's that what I, I did learn from that experience. Um, as much as you have a relationship with people and stuff, like, sometimes mm-hmm. people don't really tell you why you're not getting the job or, like, mm-hmm. w- or, or they might like sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. So I think that from that experience, I was like, from here on out, I'm gonna ask why not, or like, or what, what, am what, I, can, what do I need to do more, or of? what can I do better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, like I've asked that. And actually, going back now, thinking back, the mm-hmm. the last semester I was supposed to intern, they kind of like brushed me off, and I I was like, am I coming back or not? And they were just like, eh, no. And so then. I asked why not, mm-hmm. and they were just like, well, we just kind of feel like your energy hasn't been consistent. And of mm-hmm. course, like, I was stressing out about graduating college and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, it was kind of hard for, and I was like, oh, shoot. That wasn't your only priority. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. they were like, okay, we'll give you another chance and you can intern again. Okay. So if I wouldn't have asked that, I wouldn't have known what I was lacking. Thankfully, they gave me another opportunity. But, like, I feel like when you become an adult, you don't get explanations Mm-mm. unless you seek them, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, some people, even if you ask, they won't tell you. Yeah. But it's kind of like digging within yourself and accepting criticism for growth rather mm-hmm. than, like, a negative. And I tell people this at my salon all the time when I hire them. It's like, if I'm telling you what you're doing wrong, don't take that bad. Just yeah. fix it so that you know what to do right. And that's how the only way to grow. That's so yeah. important. That's something I have to learn with my sister and my mom. Like... Working with family, it's really hard sometimes. And working with your sibling is difficult. And there used to be times where Shine would give me what I now receive as constructive criticism. But before, it'd be like, why are you saying this? Like, yeah. But I like how you said you accepting know? criticism con- for growth. Yeah. For growth, yeah. 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 No, but definitely. It's, yeah. I had to have that moment of like, okay, let me stop and really listen. Like, mm-hmm. this is coming from someone who I know cares about me or mm-hmm. like I know who wants the best for me. So it was like... It allowed me to pivot in my, like, point of growth and really open up my eyes in so many ways. So keep telling your clients that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like it's a that, big that's thing as, Yeah, I think it's that's a goal. big thing as your own business owner is, like, mm-hmm. no matter who's telling you, like, you have to grow mm-hmm. from it. And mm-hmm. you can't take it as personal. You can't mm-hmm. go back and cry and, like, dang, oh, my God, they just told me. Like, no. no. It's for you to grow. Exactly. And I love that you tell people in your chair and, you know, you're yeah. the people that work for you mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to grow. Like, especially as a hairstylist, you, like... You need that feed, like that we need real. The feedback. You need that real feedback, and sometimes because, we don't like it. Yeah. No, and because, sometimes it does hurt. Yeah. But I think that recognizing 
that, oh, this could be true. Yeah. And how can I fix it really allows us to to elevate us. And, I mean, I think about that just, just with doing hair. Like, if I'm doing hair and I'm not really getting clients, it's like, well, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. But if if those clients are unhappy with something that I'm doing, mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. how would I ever be able to fix that to get more clients? But mm-hmm. I think it just it's just in general. And even with my friends and stuff, like we're very honest with each other. Yeah. Like yeah. we can't see ourselves. We don't see how we mm-hmm. move. We don't recognize mm-hmm. certain habits that we might have that could yeah. affect, affect us. those. Yeah. yeah. But it's like if we accept that criticism, mm-hmm. then it's like it just it really just helps. Have you ever had a client give you criticism that's kind of stuck with you? Yeah, all the time. Like, I I mean, mm-hmm. listening to my clients is, I think, what's got me better. But, like, one thing that I had um, probably, like, a little over a year ago, a client was like, hey, Jazz, like, when I come in, can I only have you do my hair? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, I'm kind of growing out of that. I need an yeah. assistant now. Mm-hmm. I have too many clients. I, like, I can't promise you that it'll just be mm-hmm. me. And she was like, well, I just kind of feel like when you do my hair, it's good. But when I when you tag mm-hmm. team with your assistant, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had to really pay attention to that. That stuck with me because it's like, well, mm-hmm. now I'm in a in in an in-between stage, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like I'm trying to grow the business. Now, like, I'm splitting my time between the back-end stuff and the behind-the-chair stuff. But now, like, what can I do so that a lot of clients aren't running from me because I'm yeah. running my business like this? Mm-hmm. So then what does that mean? I have to I have to, to put more time into training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was one thing that stuck to me. Um, That's very real. I think that was probably, like, the biggest yeah. one that I was just like, ouch, because... I'm in the middle of trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, there was another that's one where yeah, that's 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 good. There was another situation where I was kind of getting into like doing set stuff and celebrities and stuff, and so I took it upon myself to fly to New York for Fashion Week, and I just reached out to everybody I knew. I was like, I'm out here, I'm doing hair. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to do it for Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting hired for the whole week, and then one of the um, one of my clients was having a show. I forgot where she was, like Ohio, some some weird, mm-hmm. some out, out, still not in Cali, okay? <laughs> and some, somewhere, somewhere, I don't know. I like how it's just not in Cali. Just yeah, not in Cali, so Cali. something weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I, I didn't need to use that word, but anyways, it was not back in Cali, and so I had clients, and so I was like, dang, do I take the opportunity to mm-hmm. go and do this? Because mm-hmm. this is kind of like a big opportunity. It's for me. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Hey, I yeah, need to I like get this. flown out. Like. I'm I'm getting flued out. Like I'm doing hair. I'm getting paid. Like I'm paid for what you're doing. I'm traveling. I'm doing what I love, and I'm kind of like in the mix. I get to go to the concert. Like that's like fun, you know. And not like the pay was great. Yeah, you know. So Mm -hmm. I'm getting comp for everything, and so. I was like, you know what? This is a great opportunity. I'm already out here. I need to just take it. So I reached Mm -hmm. out to my clients. I was like, hey. can we reschedule? If you're not happy with rescheduling, I will make sure that I find someone for you. to fix you, like mm-hmm. to do whatever they need to do. And so what I heard when I got back to the salon was that she was like, oh, yeah, she just cares about her celebrity clients way more than she cares about us. And so that really hurt me because it was like, 
That's, that's not, not the case, yeah. you know? And so what I had to do was I had to fix how to make sure that my clients in salon felt just as important as outside celebrity. my celebrity clients, mm-hmm. you know, because this is an opportunity for me to grow, but also what's mm-hmm. allowing me to stay stable is my clients in the salon. Mm. So it was like, it was both, it's both important. The stability was important, but then the growth was important, you know? Yeah. I totally totally relate to the all like literally that yeah because I feel like I'm in this same space as I want to grow within like my celebrity clientele mm-hmm. and onset work but then at this it's like staying at the salon is a totally different, different ball game but then you have your clients that are like depending on you and then you're there you're you're, you're mm-hmm. there everything mm-hmm. so like I also have to cater to those clienteles that are like Hey, girl, why? Where the hell have you been? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you? Like, what's going on? But it's uh, the growth. But it's it's interesting to hear from another hairstylist, like, to have that balance of, like, making sure your clientele at the salon are happy with you mm-hmm. and not being bounced around or rescheduled all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, hey, That's I support you. I love yeah. you. But um, I got to... Yeah. I got to do my mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I got to grow. I got to do what's best for me as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I That's it's a it hard balance. Hard it's hard to, to find okay, a really we, good stylist. We got off track of your life story. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we so did. So, at this point, we can't get a job at the radio station. <laughs> we're in cosmetology school. Okay. So, yes. So, I'm in cosmetology school. And um, I'm doing hair from home. Okay. And... I was like, still, I'm like, who? I got more time to focus on making money. So yeah. I would work before and after school. So then um, I'm in my mom's living room, and then I had to do some color in the kitchen, and color got on the wall. Oh, no. And so this isn't. <laughs> oh, no. This is what not, kind of color was it? I mean, at this time I was doing box dye, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started cosmetology. I'm sure. I, it could have been like. plenty of color everywhere. Like, okay, so no, she's used the to sink. the tub being color, but now it's like I'm at home more. And you're doing There's that. hair dragging into the kitchen like she's cooking. So we've had a few arguments at this point. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I've had it. Like, I. I can't take this any. Mm. I can't take this anymore. There's color everywhere. There's hair everywhere. I can't enjoy my kitchen. I can't enjoy my space. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so like, then, um, sorry, girl. <laughs> so then, a friend of my, a friend of mine at the time had opened up a shop, and so she was like, oh, you know, you can work here. You can come rent a booth. Mm. So I'm like, okay. Well, how much was booth? How much is the booth rent? And she's like, six hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about it. Like, if you can't pay it, it's okay. But I was like, uh. Dang, six hundred. That's all I make. Like, you I was know? gonna ask at this point, what were your prices like? I was charging probably eighty dollars for a weave, seventy five dollars for a weave. A full weave. A full weave. Cheyenne goes, oh, seventy five. <laughs> I was that tra- yeah. should have came when the kitchen hookup was real with the yeah. box dye. <laughs> Man, I don't know how good the work was, but <laughs> hey, you were learning. It was progressing. <laughs> It's funny, uh, at the bottom of my hair page, I still have pictures from from working from home. I love that. I never deleted them. I'm going to be real creep tonight and have to scroll way back. (laughs) Can you send the screenshots? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. So when you heard that what the booth rent was, you were like, I would be giving you everything I'm making at this point. Yes, but I was like, I had to do something. And this was another uncomfortable stage, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, okay, so what do I do? So... I was like, you know what? Let me just go for it. And I just told my friend at the time, I was just like, 
I, I'm just gonna like I'll just pay you, you know. And she was like, yeah, well, you know, if you can't, it's fine. But I think that I, I think that I already kind of had that mentality of always keeping like that business respect mm-hmm. there, you know. Like I didn't want to just come into her space and like not try to pay her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, that's I what I was you. gonna do. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, how can I get some more clients? Because mm-hmm. at the time, I was barely making. I don't know. I probably had two to three clients a week. Like, mm-hmm. so and you're in all, school full time. I was in school from seven to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I asked six of my friends to come to me once a month, just mm-hmm. for pictures. And I was like, if you want to come more, come more. And I did their hair for free, literally, until I built up my clientele. And actually, till this day, I still do my friends and uh, everybody that works at the salons hair for free. That's dope. That. I love mm-hmm. that. Whenever they're like, Jazz, you're so busy. I don't ask. I'm like, no, just come on, just let's come do on. it. Yeah, let's. That's yeah. It's I, your team. You guys have all yeah. worked together, and you, yeah. you recognize the people who have supported you. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip-hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. So you finished cosmetology school. Finished cosmetology school. And I was still working with my friend. And then um, I was just kind of helping her with, like, back-end stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, not back-end stuff, but, like, something as simple as, like, Making sure the bathroom had toilet paper, or yeah, like just more making than sure, yeah, her shop more is than good just too. doing yeah. hair, yeah. yeah. And so running and it was the just actual natural. business yeah. of the salon. Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize, like, okay, I can do this, but do more than what I'm doing? Like, would like at what point did you realize, okay, I'm renting a booth, mm-hmm. I want to own my own salon? 
she asked me to be her business partner, and then we went into doing the salon thing, but I really didn't see that for myself. I, mm. I didn't. If she wouldn't have presented that opportunity, I probably would have, like, I would have probably just been doing set stuff, film mm-hmm. stuff, like mm-hmm. stuff outside the salon. Um, but then there were like a lot of things that I wanted to add to the salon. Mm-hmm. So when we decided to part ways, that's what I implemented in this new like mm-hmm. salon that I had. It was like I decided to just fill in the gap of a lot of things that I saw. Like, like for example, um, me feeling uncom- like uncomfortable if a client is not able to get their hair done because I'm out of town, right? Okay. So I was like, okay, well, I want to be able to have a space where a client can feel like it's at home, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily have to have me as doing their hair. Okay. And I noticed that in the salon, it was like, you're my client, you know, oh, and you yeah. can't sit in somebody else's chair. Otherwise, you're getting looked up and down. Like, yeah. what yeah. you doing over there? And it there? shouldn't yeah. be that way yeah. in the salon. Everyone mm-hmm. should be able to touch. Exactly. So... I came up with this um, salon idea of having a salon home and we work as a team and you can book whoever you want um, or whoever is available. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, we have our preferences, right? Some Mm -hmm. people are better than others at certain things, but I do my best at training everyone so it's pretty in line. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, but I always hear that story about McDonald's just having like that like you know when you go through McDonald's drive through you're gonna get that same thing mm-hmm, right. so I was like how can I apply that to hair and so um, of course it's more customized right we're not just dishing you out yeah. like, yeah. McDo- yeah. like a McDonald's yeah. cheeseburger but, but it's like I know if I'm booking me. I'm gonna get, get at least the service. same get, service mm-hmm. that you would give me with one of your with someone else who you're gonna get the same quality yeah. as, as if you're sitting exactly. in your chair exactly it so, seems more like a salon family versus just here's my hairstylist exactly you know, yep. and there's and people who have been in every in every chair, and like mm-hmm. it before it would look it would be looked down upon. It'd be like a chair mm-hmm. hopper, you know, yeah. you're the chair hopper mm-hmm. of the salon. Mm-hmm. But no, that's not real. That's a thing. No, I used to the barber shop, and it was like if my barber wasn't available, I would have to wait because if I didn't go to him, like. A it was a conversation. It looks, it, it and people yeah, cut down different. Upon. Like, it was a whole thing. I think I've so. sat in everybody's chair. Yeah. I'm really yeah. going down, like, trying to think yeah. about everybody in Jazz's but shop. I, but That's see, cool. what makes me happy is the fact that she's always taken care of. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if I'm not in town. Like, yeah. I might be celebrating my birthday, and it could be her anniversary. So no, she doesn't yeah. get her. But, right. then, but she feels comfortable sitting in somebody else's yeah. chair, and she knows she's going to get the same quality mm-hmm. as if. Yeah. I will definitely I see. That. Cheyenne coming back from the hair salon at all hours of the morning, y'all. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, yeah, j- like, I just got my hair done at Jasmine's. But then I'll see a picture of Jasmine, like, on a boat. <laughs> on a boat. Yeah. And, and I don't even know your hair, girl. Yeah. What does she get Hey, I need balance, okay? <laughs> I literally that. work for my vacation. Right. So when I'm on vacation, I'll look at my phone a couple of times, but I don't want to have that feeling of like my client not getting taken care of. Having a guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Like dang she's not gonna get her hair done today but there's times where I've gone to sleep like dang maybe I should just cancel this trip like or maybe I should just not go to that or do this. Like Mm -hmm. I've missed so many Saturday baby showers and birthday parties Mm -hmm. while like building my career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that I have like a team where we're not counting clients or like like you know it's like we work together and I feel like 
we grow as a team here and it's not a competition. I like that. I like that you're mm -hmm. building, like you said, like a family within your salons and you mm -hmm. have that vision and it's coming true and that you're actually making sure that you're hands on with each yeah. um, stylist that you have within mm -hmm. the chairs in your salon. Because I think at most salons, it's normally just what you specialize in, what, you know, Everyone has their chair, and if you're in a different chair, like, excuse you, I did your hair the last yep. week or whatever, like, mm -hmm. no, like, you just took my client. But it shouldn't really be like that, because mm -hmm. if everyone in the salon is a team and mm -hmm. family, then you're like, oh, I'm happy that you're with so-and-so I'm happy today. you're getting taken yeah, care of. Yeah, happy you're getting taken mm -hmm. care of. Is it hard to break that stigma when you bring in new stylists? Like, is it hard to get your stylist to understand that this is a team effort rather than, like, that's not just your client? I've actually been very blessed. No, that hasn't right. been an That's issue. Good. That's good. Um, I feel like I do come into like small little knickknacks here and there. Um, but for the most part, it's it's really been working. And I think that like clients are a little uncomfortable sitting in other people's chair the first time. But once they sit in someone else's chair, they can be like, you know what, okay, I'm at least in good hands. And I also feel like it helps the client like from having to find a whole nother stylist. Mm -hmm. you know, or somewhere else. Going, going yeah. outside of the right comfort. Now. And the it's biggest, the biggest thing I hear when people come and sit down in my chair is my last client, I mean, sorry, my last stylist canceled on me last minute or like she's always rescheduling me or she just didn't respond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that makes my stomach just like I just cringe inside. <laughs> like I got I feel, you. Because it's right just here. like, oh my God, like just imagine waking up, you got a photo shoot or something and it's happened to me, I know. Yeah. That's a yeah. hair ruins almost everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Okay. It does. It's the main focus. My, it, oh, my God. I just can think of so many stories where it's just like your everything gets ruined when your hair is not yeah. done. You know? Yeah. And yeah. The I cancellations start, made me figure out natural hair care. Because <laughs> yeah. I was... Canceled. I it's the worst I was feeling. depressed. I would be yeah. sitting at home crying. Because, like, as a single parent also, it's like I had to get a, pay for a sitter for sitter. my kids. Mm -hmm. I had to m make the time, pay for the sitter, get out. I had to go buy the hair. I had to go do this. And I'm sitting outside, and you don't answer your phone at a time yeah, that you gave me. Like, and I paid a deposit. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to honk the horn and wake the whole building up at this point. I told you to go but knock on the door. You're like, oh, but, but I couldn't even get but to then, the door. Then you don't even like, like the person doing your hair. But now the energy is messed the energy up, is right? Because energy like, then you don't want. Because I sat outside, and the stylist has the weird energy. <laughs> yeah, and then the person, because you can. It's the craziest thing. Being a hairstylist, you can feel your client's oh, energy. For sure. Vice yeah. versa. You can, yeah, vice versa. So if you're sitting there and your client's mad at you, you're like, I don't got to touch you today. Are yeah. you okay? Because let's talk about it real fast. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Because yeah. have you yeah. had nightmare you clients? You have you ever had to shit. break up with a client? I for sure have. I'm going to tell you about two stories that just popped in my mind. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. One client, <laughs> yes, she was just... Every time she came in, I had, like, a knot in my stomach. It was oh, just, like, yeah. something was always wrong. So I literally, I think the last time, I was just, like, I really enjoyed doing your hair, but I feel like you don't appreciate my work, and I think it's best mm -hmm. that you look for another stylist. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, no, Jazz, I love your work. And I was like, but you just complained to me ten times. Like, mm -hmm. you sent me all these texts. So I just, after that, I just didn't respond. Um... 
but I did have this one situation where one of my clients, um, I asked her to come at like 6 a.m. and I was late that day. So I apologize. But she, the thing about it is she's always late. And I think this is a battle, too, because I feel like <laughs> as stylists, a lot of clients are like, the stylist is always late, but then they don't recognize that they're late sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's like a battle, right? So for me, how I look at it is I don't mind if a client is late sometimes because sometimes I might be late, but it's a give-take relationship. It's not just going to be like, if you're late, I'm cutting you off, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So this time I happened to be late. It was 6 <clears throat> in the morning. It was really dark. She felt uncomfortable by that. I, in my head, I'm thinking, well, you couldn't just sat in your car until I got there. It's not that long. But, hey, she felt uncomfortable. So when she sat in my chair, I could just feel the energy. Mm-hmm. And so I think we were talking about her next appointment, and I gave her a 6 a.m. time again. And she was like, well, is it going to be 6 a.m.? Because I was sitting outside till 6.15. <laughs> and I was like, look, I apologize for being late Mm -hmm. and I'm getting you out on time so even Mm -hmm. if I'm late I try to get clients out by the time that their scheduled appointment says so if I'm if your appointment says it's seven to nine and I start you at 7 15 or 7 30 I'm still trying to get you out by nine Mm -hmm. like that's how my brain works because I know that in your head you're like this appointment have a schedule yes but I I do tell people that (laughs) hair is different you can't just time it like an eyebrows or Mm -hmm. a nails like it's a little bit different because certain things happen with our scalp and it's just a whole nother thing it's different science (laughs) so with hair I always tell people like give yourself more wiggle room if that's the one appointment that you should always give yourself more wiggle room but going back to her she kind of gave me this attitude and so I was like you know, I'm, I already apologized for this. I was like, but I'm still going to have you out by this time. And she was like, well, I thought I was going to be out earlier. And what she didn't factor in is that she had asked me for an extra service that morning, too. Hmm. So now, yes, I'm running behind. But you asked me for an extra service, which I was like, okay, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll do it. But now it's take more time. But now you're still expecting to be out by that time. So I kind of, at that time, I was just like... I felt like I was being apologetic and trying to compromise and, like, Comedy, make sure that yeah. she was happy. But her energy and how she was coming at me was just, like, I really wanted to be like, you've been late. you got an extra service. we all been outside in the dark. Like, she like, just outside in the dark. Now we've all been outside no, in the dark. Hey, girl. Yes. Do you want this 6 a.m. next You're week or not? <laughs> Thank you. Are you going to show up or Are not? Are you going to show up or not? You know, because it just was like, oh, my God. Grace so, yeah, that, it's like. You have those situations. I was like, do you want to take this 6 a.m.? But in my head, I was like, I really hope you don't. <laughs> and like, she didn't. Say no. She didn't. Yeah. So that was the end of that. So, I mean, I tell my mm-hmm. new employees all the time. Every client is not for you, and you're not for every client. Mm-hmm. If a client doesn't want to come back to you, don't take that personal. If you don't want to take that a client, that's okay. The mm-hmm. energies have to intertwine. Yeah. If you're not being appreciated or you're or, or respected, and vice versa, then hey, let's keep it moving. Why yeah. are we gonna? Why are you gonna keep going to somebody that you feel uncomfortable sitting in their chair? Yeah. Or why would you keep having a client who every time she comes in, you're just like, oh, I hope that you're having a panic attack. Yes, like, yeah. that's yeah. a thing Crazy. for us too. It's such a thing. The like anxiety you behind I, it. There's clients I get anxiety by. Been in yeah. your salon a few times with Cheyenne, and every time I go, Cheyenne would be like, I have to do this. And I'll be like, it's okay, I can wait. 
Because it's so nice in there. Yes, <laughs> the energy is so inviting. Mm-hmm. Now that I know, like, there's no seat wars, like, That's for yeah. me. Wars. No, because, like, for me, like, <laughs> someone who's looking for, like, a salon home, like, mm-hmm. I don't want, like, that one person at the salon that I can only go to. Like, I don't want it. I asked, there's someone who cuts and colors my hair in the salon. And I asked about the braider in the salon, and it was like, yeah. That happens. I got no info. Like, yeah. and it was like, am I supposed to just go there and like ask the person? Like, I'm trying to be like respectful, respectful, respectful too. And ask. Yeah. So it's it's so weird when people like may not offer a service, but they know <clears throat> someone in the same salon who can do it, and it's like it, they don't want to offer. But theirs. Here's the it's thing. so confusing. People are so territorial, mm-hmm. and there's so much out here for everyone. Everyone, yeah. like I, what you can do and what I can do is completely different. different. Mm-hmm. But we, for example, we're both hairstylists, right? If I'm not available, why can't I refer out to somebody who specializes in cut and color that yeah. I know is going to take care of a client, like? Or if or like I can, if I can't do yeah. a weave or I can't do braids, I I'm ha- for sure highly suggest you. It's just I can't. I know what I can do when I cannot do, and mm-hmm. I like my thing is not weaves and like doing those type of things. Mm-hmm. And I will love to like give other people clients. It's I feel like it's so it's weird. Even if I <laughs> do cut and color and I just know somebody else who can do it, I've. For sure, referred you to people. Like, I'm like, I don't want to make. It's not like a war, like you said. Everyone has can have a taste, and it's just like not everyone does the same thing, and everyone does everything so differently. Like in hair texture, like for me, we growing up, like we just went to this, like we were had braids or we were in the salon and our hair was straightened. Mm -hmm. So like even learning how to take care of my hair has been like a journey and finding different. Different hairstylists have different tips yeah, and tricks, and it's things. like, I don't mind going to different people, because I know I'm going to walk away with, like, oh, man, I didn't knowledge. know maybe I could apply oil in this way with, you know, it's, you know, there's different ways of um, learning. learning, you know, some people use steam, like, there's How different ways to... How do you stay, to... like, up to trend? Oh, I still take classes. Oh. Yeah, so um, I'll take online classes that I just like pay for. Oh. Um, Instagram and TikTok, YouTube, like you can learn. A I, lot. You can learn a lot from there. I think that naturally, I've been do- I've just been doing hair so long that certain techniques and stuff are not that hard for me to grasp. Mm-hmm. But I study. Like I I just added a new method to my services two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it was like. I'm always studying. Mm-hmm. That's how I stay up to date. And you what's crazy, too, is I learn from my assistants as well. So, like, mm-hmm. in the salon, that's another thing I talk about. Is like, we learn from each other. Okay. So, I don't turn down how somebody does things. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can get to point Z no matter how, like, mm-hmm. we do it. But as long as we, we still get to that Same point, yeah. then it works, you know? So, I think mm-hmm. with hair, it's like... We all have, like, a different path of how we can get to somewhere. But, like, it doesn't have to be the same one. But being mm-hmm. open and being willing to learn. Mm-hmm. So I When you, you take those that. classes, do you go back and then hold a class for, like, your salon? Like, how do you teach mm-hmm. them? Yep. I mean, I don't hold a specific class, but it'll just be like, hey, come look at this. And usually, like, the stylists that have already been in the game for a while can grab something quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, my the this ones that I'm training. so cool, like, hair talk, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, yeah, it's uh, like, my newer, tra- the 
My newer mm-hmm. assistants, I will train them on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about if I was listening to this and I went to your page, I see that I like how you do hair. I'm a hairstylist, but I'm new. Could I hit you up to say, like, could you teach me? Yeah, like, I, I teach classes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an open book when it comes to hair. Like, I, I even that. have clients who are like, oh, I'm interested in hair. What, like, do you think I should do? I'm like, girl, yes, it's some good money in it this. Come on. It is such like, good money. Yeah. It's so, and I think it's a fun thing to do as well. But oh, it's you so just, much fun. I just think, like you said, like, there's so many new things. And I love that you said that you're constantly learning yourself because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a closed door as a hairstylist, you're just going to lesser your growth. You'll fall out of trends. You'll fall out of trends and if you've been in the game for a long time, like you said, you'll grasp it fast and then you can just exude it through other hairstylists. I think it's just, I feel like as me as a hairstylist, I've been in the game for a long time, but I'm never turning down somebody trying to teach me a new trend mm-hmm. or a new technique. Like I think I'm forever learning. I'm forever like taking classes mm-hmm. and Asking other hairstylists, hey, I saw that. How, how do you how do you do that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I am never going to, like, I even still, like. So you're not shy to ask. I'm not shy to mm-hmm. ask. I'm not even shy. Like, I even, like, if another hairstylist that I admire needs an assistant, I'm like, hey, I'll assist you. Like, yeah, so I'm. You learn. I'll learn if I don't know that technique or if I want to work with that person mm-hmm. and they're doing, like, a celebrity or whatever. Like, hey. Let me just sit there and watch you because yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. I just want to be there and yep. I just hey, I can connect with yeah. you know, yeah. I can see where my growth can be. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's going to get done and it's going to look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So a question for both of you guys, since you guys are both in the same field. How do you not get burnt out? Because you're legit on your feet all day. Yeah, you're physically. using your hands all day. <laughs> and then I know I've seen Ew. Jazz. Jazz will be in the back, to the front, to the front desk. Like, your mind is, you're answering the phone. I feel like sometimes I watch and you give me anxiety. I'm like, damn, girl, sit down. But you can't sit down. How do you guys not get burnt out? Oh, my goodness. Vacations. I think that we all kind of fight with this, right? Yeah. It's just kind of like you know what you want, you work towards it, but you try to balance it as much as possible. I work for my vacations. Okay, um, so the vacations is your balance. My vacations are my balance. Um, I also like the fact that I can make my own schedule. Yeah. So, like, if I start to feel like I am going to be burnt out or, like, for example, holiday season, I know I'm about to be working like crazy, right? So... Mm. These last couple of weeks, I got my little fun times in there. Um, I went on a big trip. And so, like, now it's, like, okay, grind time. But I have something to look forward to after. Um, so I kind of, like, will plan things after. A big season. Yeah. No so I, I think I just kind of look ahead. Um, but I don't keep that strict, strict schedule. So, like, if I'm working a super, super long day today. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, then, like, the next day might be, like, a half day, okay. yeah. you know? But also, if I feel like this whole week I have a bunch of long days, I just plan for something a little, you know, a little something to just an outlet. Okay, so your outlets. Shannon, mm -hmm. what do you think you do? Um, I feel like kind of like what Jazz said. I do my best. Like, these last couple of weeks have been ridiculous of just, like, me constantly just working, 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 and then... Like, I work on set and then also in the salon. So trying to find that balance is ridiculous because I just had a whole week of on-set work. And then now and this week is... You drive far. Yeah, mm -hmm. and now this week is salon with clients that have been waiting, waiting patiently for me. <laughs> are they sitting down with the attitude? Um, Some some are be and some aren't, but... um. It's just, yeah, finding, knowing that I have little gaps and looking forward to those little gaps, I'm like, okay, that's my half day. I can sit down and chill and kind of breathe and recoup, regroup, because I know when I work my ass off and, like, don't have those gaps, I become sick. Mm -hmm. And because my body's like, girl, should sit the fuck down. Yeah. Like, what your the hell are you doing? Make you sit down. <laughs> Literally, yeah. as a hairstylist, like, yeah, like, your body will make you sit down if you don't, like you said, we're constantly... You guys are doing just a lot. going yeah. and you guys, like, like wear the special shoes or insoles <laughs> for your feet because like I know older. <laughs> okay, so is this a thing? Yes, it is a thing. Yes. Jasmine did my hair today before I came. Little side story. Yesterday, it's my short day. Okay. Yesterday <laughs> I was in the car. Right, she texts me. She goes, "You need your hair done before tomorrow." And I look in the little rear view and I'm like, "Yeah." And like everything in me was like. I can't be on this podcast talking about how she does hair, <laughs> and then it's the one day my hair's not done. So anyway, I go get my hair done today. 
whole time she's talking about these shoes hurt. These aren't my good shoes. No, she true. tried it's a new hard. pair of shoes today. You <laughs> like plantar fasciitis. I think like, at the beginning, at the beginning of the career, I was like, oh, I'm about to be like kiss, cute, cute, no. wear cute boots, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. <laughs> now I'm in my like, oh, I need some really good tennis shoes within like insoles and support. Your sister said crazy. the uglier the shoes, the better. And she's not lying. No, okay, you got to. I'm in. I'm in the mom and dad shoes now. These are the cute <laughs> shoes. These are the Right. When new when I got my first pair of New Balances, they were so comfortable. I think I have ten now because <laughs> it's so real. Every color, like it's just I these shoes that I have on right now, I would not be able to work a whole day. Yeah. I just told I don't, Kim she was trying to tell me something right when we we're leaving the salon. I'm like Kim, I can't even think. My feet hurt. Like <laughs> that's how I, because this is I'm standing all day. So yes. if I'm not comfortable standing, like this is literally I'm not gonna ever sit down. I yeah. can't take my shoes off in front of clients. Yeah. Like no, I, there's no way I can go. Hold on, let me take my shoes off really quick. Yeah, like what does that like, look like? Uh, no, like what girl? I mean, I wouldn't care, but I get how some clients would be like, but is she really barefoot right now? professional, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I've had a couple of times where it's the last client, and like, she's Look, we gotta get lawyer one, and I'm like, girl, I'm going to feed her. I'm sorry, but I'm about to do my hair in, your sock, in my socks. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> it really, is, yeah. Because there's some, there's some stylists that I look at, I'm like... How, How are you it? wearing those high heel boots today? Like, oh, there's you this have... one girl that's super cute on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen her. She's like a Latina girl, and she always has on like a really cute, cute. dress with like heels, heels on. Yeah, maybe some, she does. Is one it for the content? Like, maybe it's a no, content thing. No, but some thing. people <laughs> really. But I some think people she really does, does it. But, but, like like but I think there's a difference too because you do have your stylist who go in for that one client or two yeah. clients, and then they're out. Yeah. I sometimes work 18-hour days. You're there's, back to back to back. Yeah. There's been times where I've been at the salon. I've slept at the salon. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how it's gone. Or, like, I'll be there at 2, and I got to be back at 6, so it's like mm-hmm. I run home and Do take my little nap, shower, let's go. Yeah. Especially during holiday season. It's grind time. Just, I'm trying if to get somebody, in there. Like, what is your advice to somebody who wants to get to where you're at right now? Oh, my gosh. Um... I think that taking it slow and just implementing little by little is best because when you move too fast or try to expect to be like at a higher level so quick, you miss out on all the smaller things. So I think that everything that I've done now from like being a hairstylist to having a salon to having assistants to having employees to having a hairline, like making this passive income... I don't think that all of that would be organized enough to like have you where you, like where I'm at now. <clears throat> so just like taking those small steps. I just I always say small steps take make small steps make big moves. Mm-hmm. So like I think a lot of hairstylists are like, "Oh, I'm just going to own a salon." But it's like if no one is in your salon working, who has to pay for all of that? Yeah. There's a lot of overhead. Mm-hmm. Um if no one, if you're working behind the chair, how who's going to check out clients? Who's going to answer phone calls? Who's going to send out orders? Like, you have to be able to handle all of this. And it's not easy. I'm wearing, like, 30 hats, yeah. you know? But I'm also... You're an entrepreneur. You're... I'm also asking for help and letting go of control. Mm. But I think that those small steps as I'm going, like, okay, this year I'm going to have a calendar and 
have deposits. Next year, I'm going to see about having a, an assistant so sh- they can take over my calendar and implement mm. social media. The following year, um, you know, I'm going to do training classes yeah. online. Yeah. But just like people jump into it and they just want to be big so fast. Mm-hmm. But it really takes those small steps so mm-hmm. that learning and like it gets easier, you know, then the little things that you implement, implement it become automatic. Mm. But if you just put so much on your plate, then it's just like, then you forget about this. You forget about that. It's you forget about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming. So it's almost like a lot of goal setting. It's, oh, goal setting and, and date setting, not oh, just right. goal setting. I, I like to say date setting. Like literally saying on March 11th, I'm going to have this done. Or at least by a month or okay. something, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I need to learn how to date set. <laughs> I like that. I that like you the said date that. Well, I think yeah. self-accountability. I mean, I, I read a post on Instagram and it was just like, if you tell yourself you're going to clean your room in three hours, you'll clean it in three hours. But if you tell yourself you're going to clean it by Sunday, you'll clean it by Sunday. Mm-hmm. So those dates that you give yourself, I mean, a lot of stuff we do, if you really think about it, we'll procrastinate, procrastinate, mm-hmm. and you sit down and do it and you're like... That didn't even take much. Yeah. Right, that was yeah. nothing. That yeah. was not that hard. Actually, it took me five minutes. But how long did it took you? Actually, two weeks. Yeah. So Damn. just date setting. That like was really date good. setting. I like that. I, I like, like that too. Thanks, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned juice. a hair, a hair exten- or an extension line. Oh, yes. Can you tell us more about that? Okay, so I have a hairline. Um, where I have multiple different textures. Um, my goal is to be able to have different colors and textures for everyone. So my salon is diverse. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what kind of hair you have. My goal is to have that type of extension for you. And also the salon caters to everyone. But um, it's called Extended Beauty Bar, the same as the salon. So the brand is just an overall Extended yeah. Beauty Bar. I love that. That's exciting. And the hair is really good. Thanks. I've like, been working on that. it for like ten years. It's really I love good that. Hair. To yeah. get the what yeah. you want it with like the quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good I gotta use so it. the way we end our <clears throat> podcast every week is you can share a WTF moment of your week or you can share advice. So think about it. We won't start with you. Anybody over here? Because okay. I don't, I don't I have know. I'm a mine. WTF. Oh, okay. <laughs> this weekend Parker had his first hockey tournament mm-hmm. and it was exhausting because I had to drive to Lake Forest every morning at 5 a.m. Where is that? Lake Forest is in Irvine. Oh, okay. It's very exhausting. But I had an aha moment. Like, why the fuck did my son choose hockey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my because goodness. <laughs> these kids were crucial. And just there's this one team that just <laughs> kept... Fucking up these kids. Sorry, excuse my language, They're y'all. Like, like rough with them. Like, hockey is hockey. Hockey is a rough yeah. sport. These kids are seven and six, eight years old. This one team was just ramming the fuck into these kids, and Parker had enough mm-hmm. of getting rammed into. Parker didn't even try to get the puck. Not even looked at the puck. <laughs> he saw the number. The kid that fucked that pushed, it, kneed him in the neck, elbowed him in the neck. Parker rammed the sh- Parker. Oh, he said, I'm getting you. He said, I'm just going to hit you. Yes, Parker skated so fast into this kid, and the coach looked at me and said, what happened to Parker? He was like, I didn't see what happened down here. So Parker got a penalty, and he was so proud of it. He's like, Mom, I got my first penalty. They <laughs> was like, that's nothing to be proud of, son. Let's not do that next Hell time. Yeah, oh, he felt good. <laughs> they, the, 
one of the coach, one of the the parents on the sideline was like, "I got the whole footage. Parker was looking for blood." And he I was, was tired of getting He was tired because he's kids from me. That Go was my Parker. WTF of yeah, this I like that. That's that a good, was a I good. love when Parker finds his voice. Yeah. Parker, on the ice, Parker is a different kid. He, his face be looking so mean. He'd be like, oh. I'm like, oh, game whoa. face. <laughs> game face all the way. Aww. So, yes. My WTF is I'm a full on hockey mom. Aww. I love it. Your name, Kyle. That was great. Do you have one? I don't. Why are you uh, smiling at me like that? I don't know. Like, I didn't try to get my hair done this week, but I did text Jasmine because I do want a hairstyle. <laughs> she definitely no. did. No, okay. So, I got my hair braided recently from. Kim's sister, who actually works at your, your <laughs> salon at times, I think. I got from Cheyenne. I don't know. I um, met her at the salon. Yeah. <laughs> got my hair braided. I was so happy. But my hair right now is just in this phase where it's like, it just needs like, I, did, I don't know what to do with it. So that's my WTF in terms of my hair. So I text Jasmine, and she sent me some hairstyles. And I just still get so overwhelmed at the thought of a weave. Um, but I think I really want to do it. So I think my advice this week is to step out of my comfort zone and for others to step out of their comfort zones and see what new energy this, um, I feel like I'm turning red. That this, this we will give this you? This we will give me? Yes, sis. Who she knows? She's be flinging that <laughs> thing. Yes. Oh, my goodness. She's already <laughs> doing it. Right. She's like, already, new like, energy. doing it in the air. Well, I'm used to having hair from when I was younger, so I still do this. And I have, even when I was bald, I would still do this. Oh, and that's people weird. would be like, did you just tuck nothing? And I'd be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Please ignore my weirdness. No, but yeah. Um, step out of your comfort zone. Like, do something different this holiday season, even if it's for yourself. Like, in your self-care, like, go do a new class, um, get a new hairstyle. Just do something. Surprise yourself. That's my advice. Okay. Yeah. So, I've been sitting here putting it on you guys, really trying to think about what mine is. <laughs> um, I don't think I have advice this week. I'm trying to think if I have a WTF. I'm trying to think if anything interesting has been happening in my life. I feel like every day there's something. It's a WTF. It's a WTF. Yesterday, oh. <laughs> I got home. Where was Zach and I? We were somewhere. We were running late, so Isabel picked up Ryder from school. And we got home. Raya spent the weekend at her dad's house. And she comes in. I come in, and she just looks like she spent the weekend at her dad's house. <laughs> like, how do you just look like it? And Zach said the same thing. Like, it looks, like, she looks rough. Like, Taylor was not there, I'm assuming. Taylor was, that's the WTF. Taylor's in Seattle. Okay? Oh, no, so her hair so wasn't done. the hair wasn't done. I, how did I know it was Taylor? Taylor, 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 Taylor has her hair on point. Taylor has her hair on point. Her hair wasn't done. She wears uniform to school. She didn't have the uniform shirt on. She had, like, a school T-shirt on. And I'm just like, okay. Then her little friend Ayla was there, and Ayla goes, tell your mom. Tell your mom what happened. And I'm oh. like, well, what happened? <laughs> and the writer goes, well, I got I got in a little trouble at school today. I'm like, well, why? And she goes, well, my dad. And I'm like, okay, well, what did your dad, <laughs> my dad do? My dad. He packed candy and a Sprite in my Stop. lunch. Stop. <laughs> and I'm like. Make it make sense. Wait, was it a big can or a the can, mini? A can of soda. And then Ayla said she had to sit on the bench and not get up and she wanted to lick her lollipop. 
So she was trying to eat candy? Yes, it was a pet candy or soda. Oh, my And you got to be in uniform and do the girl's hair. So last night... Poor baby. Did you take a picture of her? No, she looked rough. So she had her, I was laying there her putting her to sleep last night, house. and she kept tucking her little hair, and I said, what's going on with your hair? She goes, well, my dad, he took, like, a glob of gel and a glob of gel, and he just did, like, this on my flyaways. And she said, no, my head is itching. <laughs> it, was, it was just so many issues. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, my poor daughter. And she's like, I just don't understand. <laughs> and she says they called Taylor the night before for her to explain how to do the hair. Oh. And I'm just like, all right. So clearly, like, Zach and I, there's times where I can't get Ryder ready in the morning. Zach has really sat there and learned how to slick Ryder's hair back. Because yeah. you have a daughter, you need to learn how to do her hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, now I'm going to have to go to Taylor, talk to Taylor about talking to Corey about... How to do her hair. Learning how to do her hair, which is a real thing. That is Girl a real dads, thing. learn how to do your daughter's hair, because Ryder's hair was looking real cray. And I remember <laughs> there was one day my dad did my hair for school, and it always sticks yep. with me, and it scarred me for life, yep. because... He put my hair straight up, and he called it a stick shift. He yeah. took gel and just did it straight I up that's, that's and globbed torture. it like a big penis like this. <laughs> and Cheyenne has and I have thick ass hair, thick and hair. I went to school with my hair sticking straight up, and he said the style was a stick shift. Yeah. Is that not the we that? Used to, Cheyenne used to have the stick shift, and we used to call her booty head, because her braids, not her booty, hair would swell up. Head. It would swell, and it was like two and butt cheeks. And it was like two <laughs> butt cheeks, and we'd be like, oh, look at booty it's head. booty head. Oh so I'm very protective of Ryder's hair. Like, Zach will do Ryder's hair and send oh. pics like, are we good? Like, are she we okay? good? Um, like, also, I'm not, I just, I feel like girls. So now Corey school. needs to have a dad he needs lesson. To, he needs to have a lesson because oh, he man. had Ryder walking around. You know mm-hmm. when the flyways like no. poof like this? Yep. Yeah. There was no product. There was no. Or it was just on the or end. It was, it was, <laughs> you just, you can't no, it was on stop. the forehead. You know how you get the gel line stop. when it dries? No, she didn't. Well, shout out to Taylor <gasps> for holding it down. Yeah, because my girl had... A Sprite candy, bad hair day, and uh, no uniform. <laughs> no uniform. I'm surprised the school didn't call me. <laughs> like, um, is your child okay today? Right. <sighs> All right, Jazz. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. She's like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> that was I'm like, funny. y'all are, you guys are uh, interested. I don't mind to be interesting. Um, <laughs> no, don't be kid-related. We're over here kid, kid-hungry or kid, oh, like, yeah, kid Yeah, half the time I'm talking about how Ace has peed on something or pulled, <laughs> pulled his ass out or, yeah. It's okay, so maybe stuff. I'll talk to people who don't, I mean, about stuff that yes. isn't kid-related. Yes, yes. please. Yes. Let um, us live through you. I should do the advice one? Yeah, do the advice <laughs> one. Should I should do the advice one. <laughs> should I do the advice one? Dang, do some advice? Like my life is boring because I don't have kids. <laughs> no, it's no, not. I'm sure you have a WTF. Exciting. Um, well, I had an exciting WTF. Okay. Yes. So, we like those. Yeah, so um, this weekend was Black Friday. Uh-huh. And it's my third year in business. And sales went really, really good. The first Black Friday, we had, like, three sales, I think. And then this year, as soon as it hit midnight at 12.03, we had three sales. Like, literally, right after Black Friday went up. So that was just like, oh, dang, the growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, looking back three years ago, I'm like, oh, my God, I only had three sales. And then this year, finally, it's just like. The first few minutes. The first few minutes. People were anticipating it. And, like, just 
the whole process was just like, what the fuck? I'm here. Like, Did you yeah. keep checking yourself that. That Oh, man, day. I was, like, so excited every time I heard a little sound. Yeah. And I would just go and check. I love that. Yeah, I love that. So I was excited for you. I kept asking, too. Yeah. I think I've asked Jess three times, how's this doing? How's the sale going? I've been, yeah, I no. saw Cheyenne posted a few times. Like, I was, mm-hmm. it had me looking at the We hair. put it on the podcast page, I put on the podcast too. page. Yeah, Thank you, guys. So. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was a very exciting moment, I think, for me yeah. and the team, just seeing how our work has paid off yeah so yeah that i think in the beginning it was just like dang like kind of like sad <laughs> about like not getting what we would have wanted you know mm-hmm. but then now looking back it's like oh my god mm-hmm. look at how all that work yeah. has just paid off and yep. it like really just takes time and patience it takes a team. Like, yes. i love the team aspect the team, like yeah. i think oh, that's definitely. something that's really sometimes missed when you're starting out as an entrepreneur like people don't really emphasize how much like you need a team. A team, yeah. Because um, yeah. like you said, you're wearing 30 hats. You can't do mm-hmm. everything, so. And make it be good but at all But also, like you yeah. said, just now with, like, senior growth with, like, the sales, it it's so much patience within the industry and also entrepreneurship. Like, you have to know at the beginning it's not going to be what you see from everyone else who already mm-hmm. has been put in that work. It's so much patience. It's, it's so patient. much time. It's so much... I failed this, but let me try it again. Mm-hmm. So I think you saying that I feel like you said that a lot during like the you speaking. Like it's not what you always see from somebody else. Like oh, I want to be where they're at already, mm-hmm. but it takes that patience and like trial and error and making sure mm-hmm. that you can get there and you know learning from others and all that stuff. So I love that you highlighted that as well when you yeah. spoke. So if I wanted to get my hair done, where am I going? Can you tell everybody where to go? To Extended Beauty Bar. (laughs) (laughs) And then you guys, she's also online. So to order Mm -hmm. hair, it's just the same thing. Same thing. Everything is Extended Beauty Bar. The Instagram, the website. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming it. on, Jess. Yes, of course. Thank you. I'm excited because yes. Cheyenne like changes her hair all the time. That's yeah. is the that's like my second home. It is. Like, if I'm not at it home, I'm, I'm I get excited. There. We we're just talking about her her next hairstyle. It's like we have to have a yeah. hair calendar. We yeah, plan ahead. That. There was one time we had to plan like three hair yeah. things ahead, and mm-hmm. I'm like, at this mm-hmm. point, half the time I'm like, Jess, just do what you want. Like just, just create. That's I want to do what you want. I like going in a salon. I want to just be like. Just do it. Yeah. Like, Take I don't care even of me. know what'll look good on me. Just do it. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna, trust, my you're gonna trust us like that? <laughs> but sometimes I feel yeah. like this relationship, too. Yeah. No, no, no I, I would do that. I would go into your shop. Hell yeah. And be like, do I don't you care with what me. y'all do. I know I'm coming out. And you I'm gonna, gonna walk out great. with a weave to your booty crack. <laughs> you take care. I love the inches. Yes, really? I do. Like, I'm okay. open to put a 30 inch. I'm tall. Like, Is it too long? I'm like, don't ask me. No, don't me. I am a tall woman. The longer, the better. I'm like, I'm either short bob or we're like, it's at my ass. Please, short bob. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. As always, we will be back with another episode again next week. I'm excited for the next few episodes. Uh, you can follow Hope us at Think hair. Loud Crew on Instagram and on YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And you can follow me <clears> at <throat> Shy Not Shy. And you can follow me <laughs> at Hairback Shannon. <laughs> I was thinking about how Jess does the, was trying to do the radio. I was thinking about my radio voice. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, Late I night with Shy is not yeah, popping. That's why I didn't get hired. <laughs> <laughs> I just stick to what I do. Okay. Kyle, let's hear oh your radio my voice. Gosh. 
and you can find what are we saying again? <laughs> I don't have a radio voice. No, I don't have a radio voice. And you can follow me at Archiland. That was it. And don't forget to tell your crew. Wait, we didn't we just no, meet. No, remember I told you I'm not good. Oh shit! I thought she did it. <laughs> she did beauty ball. Oh no, where can we follow you? Yeah, yeah for we Jasmine. said it already. Can we do no, your Instagram? Can you do your radio voice? You're making her red. I, I, her I definitely am like a tomato right You now. can follow her at Extended oh. Beauty Bar. <laughs> and don't oh forget to goodness. tell your crew, crew oh my about our crew. Why is it? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.